What's up, y'all? It is your girl, Maya. Happy Mapped Out Monday. I hope this day has been going well uh, for every one of you. Um, I want to start off just by saying thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support, your encouragement, and your feedback. I have really enjoyed just seeing all the messages, getting the texts, getting the phone calls, and just, you know, my continue to keep going. We love listening to your podcast. So it is just so good to to be appreciated and to be loved and to be supported in that way so please keep those coming but i just want to say thank you for listening and i hope that we continue to grow together we continue to learn from one another through this platform um, i'm super excited about today's topic honestly y'all is something that i think is so relevant especially for today's time but secondly um something that's really i think um prevalent for me right now in in this season in the title of this episode episode eight my favorite number is the power of letting go i'm going to say it again the power of letting go out y'all i think this is just so amazing um for me this topic uh or god kind of gave me this topic a couple of weeks ago i was listening to another podcast by one of my favorite people and they were interviewing someone and um the, uh, the author at the time shared this quote and i'm going to end up sharing it a little bit later in the episode but for me that's how this title kind of came about and I am now starting to realize as I continue to grow, as I can, you know, continue to mature and go through different situations um, and different relationships and friendships and, you know, journeys or whatever paths, um, there is so much power in learning how to let go. And once you, you know, I feel like once you begin to master that, once you begin to practice this more often, a lot of things will begin to come together you know, for your for your betterment, for the greater good. Um, so before, you know, we continue to, to hop in, dive into this topic, and, you know, I give you all some steps that have helped me in understanding of how, you know, understanding how to let go, but really the power within it. I want to reference the scripture, Proverbs 12, 25, and I got this um, from Tori Ector. Obviously, it's in the Bible, but she highlighted this, and it really just for me stood out, and I feel like it connects directly to our topic, and it says, anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. And it is my prayer today um, that whatever you're going through, whether you're, you know, dealing with anxiety or you're worried about something or you're depressed or you're not feeling like yourself, that um, our discussion today, this topic, um, the steps that I'm currently going through and working on brings you uh, some, some cheerful news. It brightens your spirit. It reminds you that there's still glitter and hope in the world and that there's another day coming. That is a new day. Tuesday is still coming. Um, we'll be a, hopefully be alive to see that. And, you know, each day is filled with more and more grace and new mercy. So it is my prayer that you get something from this podcast that you're willing to share with someone else and that you just feel uplifted after listening and while listening. So again, y'all, there is so much power in learning how to let go and trust in God or whether you know you believe in a higher, a higher power or whatever you believe in, learning how to trust yourself. There's so much power in that. And number one, I feel like when it comes to learning how to let go and mastering this art, you have to recognize and you have to believe and you also have to stand firm in knowing that the past is the past. It's done. You can't change it. You can't go back and edit it. You can't um, be someone 
you know, you're not. You just have to accept the past being the past. And once you begin to accept what was, you can become unstuck in where you are at at the end of the day. Because I think for me, if I'm being honest, I know that I struggle with, you know, having control and having control in certain relationships and in friendships and in in even certain seasons. And I had to learn and I'm still learning y'all this is something that I still struggle with that I really don't have any control over anything and when I try to control things they really just tend to fall apart and not go the way that I want them to go which at the time right when I'm trying to control things I feel like that's best if things would just go my way everything will be perfect and that's not true and for me I think a perfect example of this is Um, you know, me in relationships and trying to control how I show up in certain spaces or, you know, how, um, how, how I present myself. And this is not just like personal relationships with, you know, for me, I'm attracted to men, but with, so with a a boyfriend or whatever, but this is also like how I show up, um, at work, how I show up in my family space as a sister, as a daughter, as a cousin, hopefully one day as an aunt, um, it's, it's really, sometimes it's difficult when it comes to <laughs> certain situations and trying to be in control of everything. So I think a, a really, a perfect example of this is, um, you know, this past week I was having a conversation with my sister and I was kind of in a rush. She was in a rush. We really weren't hearing each other. And Saray has gotten this really bad habit from me that thankfully I don't really do as much anymore but when someone tends to irk your nerves um you you know you just block them immediately for 24 hours and you're just like oh I'm done I don't want to talk to talk to this person and you know she has created this habit and this is something that she is um obviously learned from me see me do I've done to her in the past and something that she's decided to kind of uh throw back at me and I know like when I sit down and I was thinking about you know that conversation and then you know what happened afterwards I was like you know kind of questioning you know what could I have done better what could I have done differently to prevent that obviously I probably shouldn't have hung up as fast but what you know it's okay I'm not saying that we shouldn't go back and analyze our actions but I had to accept that what was done was done and I can't stay stuck in that and stuck in what happened on Saturday today's Sunday's Father's Day and then I'm going into Monday she'll eventually she'll get over it she'll unblock me she'll give me a call she'll shoot me a text and y'all you know not even maybe 15 hours after that she you know had to call me because she had a question about something so I think for me I would I used to just stay stuck on that and like oh my gosh like I'm so you know upset that she decided to do that when at the end of the day it doesn't matter okay it is what it is keep it pushing the past is the freaking past I can't change anything that happened. What I can do and what I can change is my my future actions and how I choose to speak and how I choose to, to have any other interactions with that person. So um, that's number one and learning that, you know, it's just better to let go. It's just understanding that um, we can't change the past and that's okay, but it happened for a reason and how we choose to move on forward from it is what really matters. I think number two is something that we all struggle with but I know for sure I am definitely guilty of is um we have to learn to get out of our own way 
sometimes we limit ourselves or our beliefs, what, what we believe limit what we're actually capable of doing or what we're actually capable, who y'all, this is key, of receiving. So I know um, in the past, let's say when I was in college, probably sophomore year, and y'all, let's just keep it, you know, keep it a stack. Most females, and correct me if I'm wrong, have a list and kind of have a timeline of their life and what they would like to see happen and I was one of those girls at the time where I was like by 24 25 I would like to be engaged or I should be engaged and then hopefully before 30 I've had you know one to two kids I've you know you know got my doctoral degree under my belt and you know obviously I'm married and we have built our house by this point and we have kind of settled down and we're just continuing to buy more properties and doing x y and z and i've you know fixed my parents house and done all this stuff and you know we go to church every sunday and he's doing his thing i'm doing my thing and we we work out on these days and we have x amount of money blah 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 blah. i'm talking about y'all and i'm just giving y'all the general version i'm not giving you like the detailed list that i had written down of this is the amount of money that i want us to have this is the amount of you know this is the type of car i would like for him to drive the type of car i'm driving i'm talking about y'all detail for detail how i want him to look all this stuff and um i quickly learned throughout uh, throughout college and throughout you know some of my most um current seasons that that timeline is definitely out the window like not happening and actually you know i never never would have thought that i would find myself saying i'm so happy that that timeline is thrown out the window because there's so much peace and not having that much pressure on myself of okay this is a checklist and this is what i need to get done if anything i think my you know most current past relationship taught me that you have to learn how to pivot and you have to learn how to just trust where you're at right now and knowing that this is okay and if things don't turn out the way that you think that they should that's okay too so I am so grateful right now that that timeline is you know thrown out and y'all too don't get me wrong because most of y'all know me I am a type a person those is it doesn't mean that I don't want those things that I just you know stayed in just listed out those I still want those things but I do I do know now and I and I'm trusting God because that's you know who I believe in that they, those things will come in the right time and they won't come before I'm truly ready to receive them and before I can actually steward them properly right um so you know this talk about professionally um i had a, a really self-limiting view when it when it comes to or when it came to trying to secure my first full-time job i was only looking at jobs that had a certain amount of money i was only looking into like a particular niche in my field and y'all i actually ended up and the opposite of what I said I wanted to be in, uh, making more money than I thought I would be making at this age and during this time. But um, it's so wild that it was the exact opposite of what I stated that I wanted. And I'm saying all this to say it's like, 
even though I had this timeline, right? And I had this checklist, what God had planned was even better. Now that's not to say that I have not struggled or it has not been a challenge or that I've loved every piece of uh, my job and everyone that I work with. No, I'm not saying that, but it has definitely been a, a better first year than I could have ever imagined. And kind of share a little bit more. Um, originally, when I accepted my full-time position with the university that I worked for, I was going to be moving across country by myself. And if you know anything about me, I just get pure joy and excitement out of that. Like, it's really kind of like a thrill, a rush. People are asking me, well, are you going to go check it out before you move? And I'm like, no, like, just just do it like let's just go I've, I've literally in the past have moved to dc um for three months for an internship and didn't didn't look didn't go explore i just i literally i would never forget shout out to Keyshawn harris actually for dc i moved in the day before my internship started literally went put um you know and y'all that's a whole nother testimony in in itself i cannot wait to share that with y'all one day but got there Drop my stuff, drop my stuff off at where I was staying, and then Keyshawn met me, and um, you know, took me on the metro, taught me how to work that, took me to you know the the monuments in the Capitol, which you know where which was where I was working with the senator at the time, and I just you know the next morning hopped up, did the route by myself, and had my first day at uh, at work, and it was absolutely amazing. And then when it I, you know I lived in Illinois for a little bit, and um, people were like, are you gonna go check it? I'm like, no, me and my mom just drove up there for a hours went in there moved thankfully she did stay with me that first week to kind of get me settled um but after that you just I just did it so for me I had been doing it so I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say so long but I've done it before I was I, I wasn't scared I'm like you know what this is gonna be a new adventure I'm so open to it it's you know quarantine it's 2020 this year's already been crazy and wild you know why not throw something else in the mix and just move across the country well you know as I was preparing to do that, literally within like a, a you know a month's time frame, um, something kind of just got thrown into the plans that I did not expect, and I was actually kind of frustrated, you know, with it before. And I'm not sure. I know some of y'all have heard this story, um, and some of y'all have not. But you know, as I was set to move, the the city I was moving to ended up having to be evacuated due to wildfires, and that's something that. Did I expect it? No. Did I know it could happen? Yes. But it really like it prevented me from moving in August. It prevented me from moving in September. And then that's when, you know, the university made the decision that, you know, we're going to be virtual for the entire year. And I was just like, oh, okay. That was definitely not a part of the plan when I accepted this job. I was so excited about moving. Um, but I can now sit back and say that there was so much purpose and you know so much provision of me not moving quite yet you know when I look at it now like was I you know really ready financially to just move across the country by myself and to one of the most expensive places heck no and would I probably have gotten in a lot of debt and a lot of trouble in doing so yeah and that wouldn't have been the smartest decision so I've been given this extra time to kind of prepare and really create like a solid foundation and not only that y'all it's not just about moving it's the actual job itself because I was in you know I'm in my field but I'm in a, a certain niche that I did not want to be in that I had a lot of preparation for 
um, I really had to learn the job itself because the place that I'm working for is just so, so, so different than what I'm used to. So it took, you know, really two to three months to, to kind of get my footing. And I wasn't sharing that even with the people that were closest to me because in a way, I think there was a little pride wrapped into that, but I was a little like, like, like what in the world, Maya? Like you should, you should really be able to do this. But I was quickly reminded by my supervisor and by some mentors that Maya, you didn't, you didn't accept a, a position that was easy. This is a position that typically in other universities, it takes about five people to fulfill and you, you're taking this on as one person right so i am grateful for my support team and all the professional staff and my mentors that have really helped me throughout my first year um and really helped me get out of my own way and get out of my own you know perceptions and um my own lenses sometimes just to really continue to move forward and do do the job well continue to learn the job and be challenged by the job and know that that's okay um, and just letting go of my expectation of what it was supposed to look like physically by physically being there. Uh, but instead working remotely for a year and maybe even a little bit longer um, to, to what it is now. So that's number two. You have to learn how to get out of your own way and just trust that it's all going to work out. And it's all, you know, happening for your good. Um, number three, um, and I think this is just so this point is so special is when you learn to actually let go and just trust the process you're actually opening the door or you're at least beginning to open the door or window for something even greater and y'all this is for any area of your life friendships relationships and work like or in shoot anything i just etc but when you choose to truly let go of something that's when something behind you or even beside you is is something something's beginning to work for you and I'm gonna say it how the author shared it and this is what I had to pull over on the side of the road and write down he was just like the key it's not the key to success but if you want to call this but the key to receiving anything that you want is basically putting it out there, putting it in the atmosphere and genuinely being okay with if this does not happen, I can still go on and live my life and I will still be happy. And he said, once you begin to master that and you genuinely start to believe that, that's when you can receive pretty much anything that you want. And I know that sounds like so general and probably so cliche, but when you really sit down and think about it, and I didn't get, I'm going to share this example or really this story of, you know, I heard this young man say in college, um, his name is Julian, and I'm going to say last name T, I'm going to call it T, um, Julian T. Um, I remember he was really involved on campus. He worked in the student union and he um, was a, a big, you know, a believer in Christ, but, you know, very bold about it. And that's one thing I really loved about him. But he was like, just, he was talking about the idea of marriage and obviously wanting a spouse one day and all these things. And 
he looked at me he was like Maya I am genuinely okay if that's not in the cards for me if that's not what God has for me because you know even the Bible says um I think and don't quote me I'm gonna say Peter I think Peter wrote this but if I'm wrong someone please um DM me message me uh text me do whatever to let me know but like wrote that it is you know for some people it's better to be single to be able to fulfill more of God's you know, purpose for your life. And I remember him saying that. And he was like, my, I am genuinely okay if this doesn't happen. And I'm, ha- and I'll be happy regardless. I'll know, I will know that my purpose is still being fulfilled. And I said, really? And when, when I, re- I actually, I remember I was sitting by one of my sorority sisters when he said that. And I remember saying, I was like, I don't know if I can ever get to that point because, you know, there's some, you know, some people are placed on this planet and you just know that there's certain things that you're meant to do. Like you're meant to be the president or you're meant to be in public service. You're meant to be a, a, a preacher. You're meant to be a mom or a dad or you're, you're meant to be the CEO. You're you're meant to break these huge generational curses, right? Some people just know that in their spirit, in their soul, in their gut. But I really at, the, at that time in my life could not fathom like how could you really be okay with something that, that you feel like you're meant to, to do or you're meant to experience and be able to move from it if it doesn't. And it wasn't until, you know, I think years later and, you know, after going through certain situations and experience, experiencing certain family crisis and all this stuff and even in, in, a, in a work and professional setting that I began to understand that it is genuinely okay or you have to learn to be okay with certain things just not happening the way that you would like them to happen, right? Um, so this is not, you know, please, I, I don't want to sound like a soapbox, but and I don't want to, you know, depress anybody or make anyone feel feel bad. But I'm literally, I'm giving y'all the keys to the freaking kingdom when it comes to receiving. Some people say manifesting. Some people say praying for what you want, right? And really living out um, your purpose on this earth. This This is one of the keys, being okay with whatever you want to happen in your life if, if it doesn't happen and just being okay with being ha- and being uh, being happy with that okay that that is key and I probably I really wish I could articulate that better but that's the most I think the, the lamest terms the 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 most simplest way that I can explain that it's kind of like throwing a a coin in a pond and like you know wishing for something and like okay you know if this happens I'm okay with it if not it's okay like that's the way to receive what you want I feel like in this life it's just trusting that what's meant to come to you will come to you and one of the last points that I want to share regarding the power of letting go you cannot allow your past to be your identity okay not what anything that happened yesterday is yesterday it's the past that does not um identify you today you're not that same person i'm not the same maya that i was yesterday now obviously like my core beliefs who i am you know in my foundation what i believe obviously that's not wavering that's not gonna change i mean i've spent years y'all studying this i've studied this and got my master's degree in higher ed so i know my my core beliefs what i believe that's not gonna change but i think some you know some of the thoughts um, that I had yesterday, some of the things that I may have believed, um, maybe like something that I saw on social media or whatever, like that's obviously changed today because I get, 
I get wiser each day. I, I gain more knowledge. I do more research. I have better conversations. I have different conversations with, you know, different people every day. So there's some, something new being thrown to me that I can you know, obviously pivot from and, and learn from. So two, I, oh, a perfect example. And y'all, this just popped in my head. If you watched um, my part three, the video on YouTube that um, I'm explaining the last part of my story of you know when I was hospitalized I actually I think I say something um to the effect of I have to be completely whole before I allow someone else you know back into my circle or um into like just my, my space and actually my opinion and my thought and my belief on that has changed after having a conversation and being challenged on that by one of my um really good mentors she shared with me Maya we're never going to reach complete wholeness that's like saying like one day I'm going to be perfect and that's something that's impossible no one is perfect for me and my belief except Jesus right and that's something that I'm obviously striving. I'm striving to be, you know, more Christ-like each and every day and in all my actions. But that's something that I'm not going to attain because I, I'm, I'm tainted. I still sin as a human being. But thankfully, I have him to intercede on my behalf. And thankfully, he's placed the Holy Spirit in me, in my soul and in my body. So when I interact with people or when y'all are hearing me on Mapped Out, you're not hearing Maya. Hopefully, you're hearing something from him or you're, you know, you're, or whoever you believe in, right? It's some, again, like I shared in the beginning, whether you, whatever you're dealing with, I'm praying or, you know, whatever, however you receive it, that this is something that can uplift your spirit, uplift your soul, can bring you, you know, words of good cheer and, you know, open your heart up to kindness today. So you just, it's okay to continue to grow it's okay to continue to evolve and to not allow your past to define who you are today and to make sure i you know kind of wrap up that story regarding um being whole what my mentor shared to uh, share with me is that you know becoming whole is a process right and you know we're, we're never going to be perfect and i think you know once we pass on we go into the afterlife again whatever you believe going i mean you know, me going to heaven um that's when we'll I think achieve that or receive wholeness and become whole and become one um, with Christ at the end of the day. So I really, really hope that you all got something from this discussion today. Please let me know. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you what you what you're thinking, um, so we can also prep for next week. Um, I've you know already actually I have a series that's going to be coming up regarding money. I'm super excited about it. I've already written it out. Already you know reached out to the special guest um, who will be a part of that. Um, but. Just get, let me know what you think. This is so, I think this topic is so meaningful. It is so powerful. Again, there's so much power in learning to let go because I know that um, each each of you are, are in seasons in your life where you're believing for something better. You, you know, um, I think some of the things that you would like to achieve, some of the things that you would like to receive on a personal, professional level and a spiritual level. But to be able to get there and to be able to receive those things, you, we have to learn how to let go of our past, let go of what we think things should look like and be okay with what they look like right now and then moving on from it. Um, 
and just receiving what's meant to be at the end of the day. So this is so much, it's so wild, y'all. So much growth, I feel like, even for me personally in this conversation, um, something that I, like, I'm still learning about every single day. I cannot wait to just to continue to grow and just map out our lives each and every Monday. Again, thank you all, and I cannot wait to see you next week.